Yo, yo, yo. What it do, what it do. Welcome to another episode of Kicking It With Jig. How y'all doing out there? Got a special guest in the building today, my player partner. Go back like Final Four in the car seats, you know. <laughs> my dog, T. Woods. What's the deal, big dog? How you been? Everything been good? Everything is good, man. Life's good right now. You know, it's crazy out here. We went through an election. We got the COVID still. We got, you know, getting new norms and different new things. So life is cool, though. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Glad to see you. You know, you blessed, doing well and all that. Seeing you. I'm trying. Yeah, man. We both is. We're going to get into some shit. We're going to talk about some good, interesting topics today. We're going to follow your journey, you know, because you've been, I've been following you and what you've been on and you want some key shit that help people grow in life. And yeah, I fucks with it. That's life, bro. Just a little evolution. Constant. It don't stop till you yeah, die. That part. I used to always say, man, if you can't grow, what you doing? If you can't grow, you dead. That part. You, like, you're not living. You're just you're alive. You're right back. You're not yeah, living. Like you're just alive. Like you know, we're going to handle this mother earth while we talking to this. Yeah, that's right. So for all y'all listeners out there, you know, if you can... Go ahead, roll you some up, put some up in the air. That's what I'm doing right now. Open so you know you get your mind elevated. You can open yourself up so you can receive this message mentally, physically, emotionally, financially, so you can grow somewhere in your life. But before we get into that, you know how it is. We're gonna get this prayer in, and you know we're gonna ask God to to bless this message for everybody that's out there. So, dear Lord, Heavenly Father, thank you for this time. Allowing me and a good friend to come together and spread this knowledge and uplift this peace and happiness to this world. I ask that anybody that comes across this platform and listens to this, they grow mentally, physically, emotionally, financially, spiritually, any way they can. Lord, I ask that you bless the world with your peace and your happiness. You continue to guide us through this COVID time. Keep us all safe. And I ask this all in your name. Amen. Amen. I, 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 before you even kick it off, I gotta say, bro, every time I listen to your podcast and I hear that part, that I ain't, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I've never heard nobody start with a prayer like that and be on point like that. And I think that's real shit. Right? I mean, you know, like I don't know for everybody out there that believes in God or whatever. I believe in I believe in the God and not as in you know like what we see on movies, nigga, be motherfucking control lightning and comes no as a higher spirit a higher being that's what i believe in i believe in the energy so i want nothing but good energy and something of the higher to be on this platform and speak through me so i gotta give my thanks and my grace so man mr t woods for y'all that don't know man i met this man about four years ago we got mutual we got mutual friends but it's always been love knowledge and respect when it comes to this man right here it's always been that you know we didn't share life stories with each other and he didn't put me on to some shit that helped me grow he put me onto a book even before nipsey did contagious oh yeah he put he really put me <laughs> on the contagious then i heard nipsey speak about it yeah and that book right there it definitely game changer for sure Sure. Depending on what you went to, you know, I went to college for marketing, you know what I'm saying? I ain't graduate, I ain't tell you all that, but I do. Um, yeah, I didn't graduate, man, I probably shit, but like, um, that book was just powerful, you know, I went to school marketing, like I said, and like, I'm a big narrative, mindful kind of person, like, I like to, you know, buy low, sell high, invest, you know what I'm saying, things of that nature, so if, you, if you're into business or you're into marketing, you're into creating things, or, you know, that is definitely a book that's going to be a game changer for you. I learned something, I think it was the second chapter, about the um, the please don't tell story. Exactly. Man. That's, see. I, I caught a vibe off that one. I'm, a I'm, big I'm vibe. I'm implementing that in, in currently. I'm yeah. implementing that in something that I don't Yeah, know. like, babe, bro, don't, the, the, the please don't tell. See, for y'all that don't understand what we're talking about, I'm breaking down. The please don't tell. The first thing motherfuckers do as humans, somebody tell you, hey, man, don't tell nobody this. You got to keep this between us. The first thing motherfucker go do is run their mouth to somebody. So, the please don't tell, that's the form of marketing. I'm going to tell you, don't tell nobody, knowing that you're going to go tell somebody. When you pick up that book, man, and y'all want to, there's a lot of good stories in that book. Just check it out. It ain't even a hard read. It's easy. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. moving. It's on, it's on 
and I like the way things are inspired by facts. Inspires you or, or things about an actual figure, you know, that somebody in life that, that did something did. Exactly. that shows me it's obtainable. Right. I want to read his story or her story or know, you know. Like I've been reading uh, Hurricanes, Rick Ross book. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. We talked about that last yes, time. Yes sir, yes sir, yes sir. That book I'm right there. Tonight, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm on, a, I'm on, a, I'm on chapter twenty. I, I pause for a minute. But in that book, he talk about a whole lot of shit that niggas from where we from go through. Mm-hmm. You know, niggas talk about going off to college and not making it, not being able to fit in that realm. Everybody ain't meant for school. Mm-hmm. Some motherfuckers really do got that business mind frame, mm-hmm. but they, they're the ones that, oh, I learned business by go doing it, right. not by opening That's up some book and... You know, it's a lot of successful business people who ain't went to college and learn how to run a business, but run the business. Right. Successful. So, reading that book, is, it, it just, you know, reassured me that, like, this is a, you know, this is a course. It's a journey. It ain't going to happen right now. You're going to come across a whole lot of speed bumps that may knock your wheels off. You might have to pull over, put that bitch back on. Because it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's life. It's, it, you know, sometimes you may work and work and work and not get your... And not feel like you get what you owe because, you know, of who 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 getting the credit for doing your work and all that. Yeah. But you gotta stay patient. Yeah, man, you gotta stay patient. <clears throat> and I'm just a believer, man, in just like doing the best I can with everything I do. Like, mm-hmm. um, I I was that life coach number of years ago at this place, Detroit Athletic Club, and Detroit is like the number one, you know, private club in North America. Okay. Uh, at the Glacier. And I worked there with this older guy. His name was Jerome Douglas. His name is Jerome Douglas. And we call him Unk, though. Everybody okay. calls him Unk. He's a solid guy, bro. He taught me a lot of things. And uh, one thing he taught me was, he said, nephew, um, whatever you do, you know what I'm saying, you got to do it to the best of your ability. You know, I don't care if you not for the sure. And that was his, mm-hmm. his you know, his lyrics, his things like that. Um, Put your heart into it. Give your all. It. So that's my bro. Even if I ain't getting any credit or the glory, I know with my grind life that I know that part. That Mm-hmm. And the thing I know, I'm guilty of it too. Sometimes we come across situations that we feel like, man, that ain't for me. So I'm, I'm just going ahead and leave that shit alone. Yeah. But really, sometimes we're doing the injustice to ourselves mm-hmm. because that, because that, that type of category or topic that we come across that may be what we need to challenge ourselves to grow to that next level. Mm-hmm. But like I said, because you know, we we know our work ethic. We know, oh, that shit don't interest me. I don't yeah. got no, I'm not even going to fuck with it because yeah. I'm going to waste my time over there. Yeah, bro. The main thing, man, we should, <clears throat> we as people, we got to chill out on the, even wanting the credit and the glory. You know, we live in a different time, so that's going to, you know, go over a lot of heads and go in, in one ear and out the other. You For know, sure. Social media climbing in this is, uh, you know, people getting known, people making millions, millions of doing everything just off the clout, and that's just, that's just what it is today. So, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to say, you know, fuck the credit, and just, you know, you're going to get yours when you get yours. Because, we, you know, like you said, different, we live in an era where the new generation coming in, yeah. and the old generation that was here, they've adapted to, yeah. I need instant gratification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, you know... Don't fucking show me nothing or bring nothing to me if you can't show me right now how I'm going to be successful. I need that right now. And it's like, damn. Definitely, you think as the old generation that you know, bro, it ain't go, it don't happen overnight. It don't happen. But they see, if you see eight motherfuckers, you know, standing on the corner dealing that work and in six months, they the head nigga. All of a sudden, you think, okay, I can go do this, and I'm gonna be that head nigga too in six months. Nah. Yeah, you ain't wanna put in the work when you, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you had to get it out the mud. My man's who the head nigga, like, he didn't start off the head nigga, he was down to put in that work though. That's when, when you work. Mm-hmm. Now, it's gonna be a different time for you to try to get on because of that time that came in, bro. That part, you that part. You have to get on something else. That part. So, like, I know you be meeting with, you know, you have your little, uh, I don't know if it's weekly, monthly, whatever, bi-weekly, whatever, mm-hmm. but I know you have your groups where you meet with oh, yeah. business-minded people, yeah. and y'all sit and politic and talk business, and so, like, for somebody that, you know, that wants to get into the business and, you know, get into the, the, the business realm and 
network with people and everything like how would you give them advice and what role would you tell them to walk down and start finding and getting in the areas like that with what you do meeting with people every so often politicking about business and growing and things like that I would say <clears throat> so yeah I have a mastermind group um, we, we, we meet up weekly you know the days change sometimes but right now you know today actually my group you know I'm not at home in the chair right now but my team just met up uh, around 12 o'clock you know what I'm saying at the hookah joint you feel me it ain't gotta be nothing super we meet at the hookah joint we gonna meet at the, the, the cigar lounge or somewhere chill coffee shop whatever you know and we just you know what I'm saying bounce things off each other it's really it's really a thing just to keep each other accountable okay and that's our main thing with, with having that group you feel me it's just to hold each other accountable to things you said you want to do goals you have have um and just to you know what I'm saying networking is powerful you yeah feel me? so yeah bro it's good to network with, with different people that understand different perspectives and things of that nature uh, I would say anybody who want to get into that uh, I think everybody should kind of have accountability partners you know yeah it's very my take on that, you need, not you shouldn't have, you need yeah. accountability partners sure. because if you have a goal, no matter what, you can sit here and think and you can say, you're not going to get to the top by yourself. You're not. You're not going to get there. You're going to need people to give you that boost. Yeah. I mean, you don't say you're not, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm sure there's somebody who has the, you know, but, but not 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 100% alone, no one. Yeah. No one. You mean, you're not. You're, you're not, not going to get to the top. A hundred percent by yourself. You won't get there. So you need people in your corner who say they support you mm -hmm. to hold you accountable. And this is where, as a listener, this is how you, you know, you you figure out them signs of the people who say they hold you accountable. If you doing something and you have a goal that you're trying to reach, <clears throat> but the people that you spending your time with, they not asking you about your goal. What are you doing to? To accomplish your goal, what's the next plan? They don't give a fuck about your goal. You know, uh, they don't want to hold you accountable. Um, yeah, man, I think he was free just on my life too. Huh? <laughs> um, yeah, you know, you should. If, if you want to go anywhere, I'm not even gonna say just business. I think if it's you have any goal or something you're trying to accomplish, you should be around people with those sort of goals, with that right. like minded mentality that's trying to get somewhere, even if they're not there yet. You know what I'm saying? You know they're trying to get there. You see they trying to put in that work to get there. So just link up, and that's what it is. It's all, you know what I'm saying? I got a million homies and cousins and relatives back home, you know what I'm saying? But I'm with these four people, you know? And we do politics every week, and we just only do things. We got a real estate going on. We got the uh, legal marijuana. Hey, okay, legal because, you know, hey, bro. Yeah, you, you know, know what I'm saying? pay taxes to the white folks. You got to do that, you know? You sleep better at night. You be focused back there. But yeah, man. Um, but yeah, I, I want to say one last thing about that. Oh yeah, you can start from anywhere. It don't have to be, you know. My group is, is is my brother, my oldest brother, okay, my cousin who was like my brother, his sister who was my cousin, and her husband, and okay. then my boy Fred as well. You feel me? Like you can go wherever you like. So it's of people that grew up inside of your society, your community, yeah. that all want to do better exactly. and That's grow to more. Yeah, you gotta want to do better. You gotta want, and we want to do better. Exactly. You see what life could be, and you trying to go get it. Exactly. You strategize. You're not just trying to. You're not gonna let it just happen if it happens. Like mm -hmm. you strategizing and go get it. Yes, a wise man leaves riches for his grandchildren. Far as that part. So, and I'm not. I'm not saying a man as in a person with a wood. I'm talking about mankind. Because women, you can do the same thing. Women, you can leave riches for your grandchildren, your great grandchildren, whoever you decide to do it for. Man, you just see. You see, you got Kamala Harris, just the first yeah, yeah. female female vice president. We give it up to her for that. You know, she did it. So, y'all can do it too. Man, women killing the game right now, though. Women, if you me, pay attention, bro. Women are fucking shit up right now. There's more women that's more big bosses than a lot of these dudes out here. They taking care of their business gracefully. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you know, you want to know, you want to know why? Is how I feel. Mm. I feel women are killing the game right now. Is because you'll have a woman seeing a 
total of seeing another woman she has no fucking clue about. Don't know her from a needle in a haystack. Mm. You'll see her winning and she'll congratulate her. Yeah. Yeah. Men ain't like that. Men not like that. Men will see a nigga that they don't know hating. And I mean they're not hating. They'll see a man that they don't know winning. Yeah. Fuck that nigga. You feel me? I can tell a guy ain't got a damn. Yeah. He ain't even flexing that road. That part. Yeah. <laughs> so that's <laughs> women know. Women are women to see another woman winning and clap it up. Yes, bitch. Yes. Yeah, bro. Guys gotta get off of that. Got to. I'm not gonna lie, bro. I feel like that's what brought propelled me to the level that I am now because in life, you know what I'm saying, just not being afraid. Not being afraid, excuse me, <clears throat> to compliment another man or at all. doing something like, damn, how, how that work? Or you know what I'm saying, how you do that? Or damn, I, I read about that. What you know what that do? Shit. You feel me? So I think I feel like that took me a long way. That's part of networking. Yeah. You do not know. It's like, damn, bro. I see you got something on that I was just looking at. You ain't look at it like, you know? Or, 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 or the car. Like, damn, how, you might got a car. You might got a fresh new whip in the 12th of July. Man, how you get that, you bro? You feel me? I don't know about taxes and titles and, you know Yeah, I don't know about that. You, if you know, I can, I can, I know now, but some people don't know that, you know, if you got a business and you want a new car, don't go buy a new car for you. Yeah. Go buy a new car for, for your business. business. That's a I tax write off. But and that's what they've been doing for years. Killing they've the been game, killing bro. the game doing that shit. A lot of people don't know that. Like whenever you, it don't matter if you motherfucking if you make plates and selling motherfuckers out your house, get legitimized as a business. Now everything that you buy can be written off as an expense for that business. You live in your home, and this is where you do your place of work. Your home is your business. It's a tax write-off. Thirty percent of your, thirty percent of your, uh, your usage in your home is for your business. Right. But you met. Take perfect example. Rick Ross, who we just spoke about. Yeah. That man house is a business, and he ain't lay his head there. They just shop. Come to America too, there. Cut the check. Write this shit off. He got the biggest polo estate in the world on his land. For y'all don't know, Rick Ross's house is the old Holyfield Estates down in Georgia. It used to be Vander Holyfield's spot, but Rick Ross bought it up. Yeah. So, yes, that man is, he turned his home where he lay his head, his kids and all that. This is a business. You know? Always man. on that level, bro. Look, but just, just that reason why is why Ross is in my top five all time. Oh, yeah. He's cold. He's cold, bro. And yeah. the music, like, I mean, the business moves. The business moves. You know, I follow people. That part. That's me doing my homework. You know, that's a business I want to see myself in. So I look at people like that and see what they what they do. Mm-hmm. Make this work. Yeah. You know. And then, but I'm gonna say this: it comes a time when you gotta get your face off them books and put some action down. That you part. Know what I'm saying. You gotta get out there and do the footwork. Do do, do dreams, bro. Do do. Like my boy Future Speaks say. Yeah. You know what I mean? Facts. I know another thing that you do. That uh, I took into uh, took to heed it is, and I like I'm inspired by it is you got these run groups, oh, yeah. where you know y'all go through y'all going through the D and y'all running, mm-hmm. and y'all see y'all motivating people mm-hmm. who y'all not leaving nobody behind. Mm-hmm. No, you're not. Y'all, you know, you 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 pushing and you motivating people to show that in. So like, what's the first? My first question is I got two questions for you. What made you come about that? And my second question is, you know, how how does that, you know, tie into giving back and, you know, help feed the community for, you know, things like that? And you know me on that, you know. Um, so actually how I came, so my run club is uh, We Run 313. You can look them up on, you know, Instagram or, you know, wherever. YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. But yeah, so, you know, we run. I'm from Detroit, and we run 313. It's headed by um, Lance Woods and Joe Robinson. Um, those two guys came together and, and, and seen, like, a void that needed filling. And they run it like mine, like, dirty, you know? So that was really cool to them. How I got into it, you know, I, I play sports all my life. I play basketball, you know, I play up there. Uh, so naturally, I feel like anybody who plays sports at a point in time, once they get out of their sport or out of college or, you know, whatever, the top level is for them, they get into working out, they get into the pills and their body and 
is going to keep that. If he went through that in practice, you yeah, know, that condition weights like, big enough, you know, five and four, like, you know, yeah, what I'm saying? yeah, yeah. So Suicide, you, you know, you got hey, I got 15 seconds. What? 90 feet. You feel me? You got 15 seconds up and back, up and back. You make it. You gotta go again. Yes. You feel me? So, um, yeah. So, you know, it's just a wellness thing, bro. We we getting more conscious. Fastest growing group? Historically, yeah. Okay. Fastest growing run club in the history of run clubs. Or, or, or Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, okay, Detroit. Okay. Like but just whatever it is. Because there's been some in Detroit. Yeah, several run clubs in all throughout Detroit. The okay. artists were the fastest in Detroit. And it's predominantly black people, and that's dope to see, bro. Like, no knock to nobody else, but you don't you rarely see black people on that type of time. We uh, did not even on that type of time. No knock to other people. But we hardly see black people come together and do something positive and it turn out to be positive. They done involve a bottle or a bag or something. Yeah. It's been plenty I've been I've been to plenty of, you know, Juneteenth festivals or picnics that, you know, that you do and, and you building money for the community. Yeah. But it don't turn out to be that. It that's what the ultimate goal is, but it turned out to be some other shit. Yeah. And it always turned negative. Somebody gotta yeah. die. Somebody yeah. fighting. Oh, yeah. You know, we the we we doing too much to when now the police is coming to say something to us and shutting us down because we doing we doing the most. We not really being uh you know focused on the goal of what we're here for. Right. We just living in the moment and letting it take over. So for that for it to be something where black people come together and it's yeah. a success, that's that's yeah. amazing. That's huge. Yeah. Thing to your uncle, I mean, you got uncles and aunties out there too, but it's predominantly young black people that live in this establishment. But even though it's still, um, damn, what's her name? Lola, she hard, bro. She young as hell. She, I don't care about how old she is, but she is a star. She outrun me. My she like, got that, distance runner, she outrun me. She got bro. that little kid she energy. The pack. She, got she, that, she got that little kid you energy. Know, she could do that right now. Yeah. Doing it, you know. That's that, and that's the beauty of the youth. Like, we always want to be youthful and all that, but as you get older, you lose a step. Yeah, that's that. And you that's may not. Growth. You say what? That's part of growth. It's part of growth. Yes. As you grow, you lose a step, and you may you may lose a step physically, but you gain a step mentally. I was about to say that. You gain something emotionally. You may yeah. gain a step financially. Something. So, it's okay to go ahead and you know let the youth beat you. Because at this oh, age, we ain't them now. but I mean, I, I'm, I'm saying when I when I say let, I mean understand and be like, okay, like I know that I can't do nothing with this youth right now when it comes to this aspect. Yeah. Cause I lost a step. Right. They got that. They got it. They got that. Just accept it. 
they they got that butt. We gotta encourage them. We got to. Gotta encourage them when they're young. And I love that she was out there, and she because she's out there as we grow. Other people who are parents, maybe who have children, they bring their kid out. You know what I'm saying? Now we got Facts. all the the age range is crazy that we have. And so now you can you got a bigger you got a bigger chance on impact for the youth that's your next future. Show them something different, man. Show them something. Yeah, exactly. Show them something. Not even something different, different. bro. Yeah. Show them something. something. Something positive. All you real ass niggas, bro. Show the kids something, bro. So, my, like I said, my other question, like, we, well, we already talked about it, the benefit of this, like. Yeah. Oh, maximum benefit, yeah. man. Like, just the community of it. We really a family now, bro. Them mm-hmm. people I met a year ago, we really hang out. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We got uh, several entrepreneurs where entrepreneurial uh, things have popped off from this run club. We met yeah. each other. Some people started businesses since linking up with people in this run club. You feel me? You got I'm pretty that. sure you ran into people who know about stocks. Yes. Oh, people yeah. know about you know bonds mm-hmm. and, land, and real estate and things like that. So yeah, you know I'm kind of in the real estate game. You know. Uh, That's what I want to get into. I'm right now. I'm. I'm jumping into the stocks with the calls and the puts and yeah. learning how to learning the the smallest shit. Like I'm gonna break it down to y'all real quick. Cause if I try to explain it, y'all not going y'all y'all just about the benefit, you're not gonna understand. So <clears throat> you got calls and puts. Calls 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 are when everything goes up. Wait, are you on a forex shit or are you just no? This is stock? this is this is just stock. This is not this, this is not currency, currency exchange, none of that okay. shit. This yeah. is not that. This is totally something different. Yeah. Stocks and bonds, the traditional American route. Stocks with companies, you know, yeah. Apple, yeah. Tesla, Xbox. You got calls and you have puts for every one of these. Calls is basically the growth of a stock going up. Mm-hmm. The puts is the the, the negative, the down. Mm-hmm. You either call it, we gonna win money. Yeah. Puts, we gonna yeah, lose money. Put yeah. yep, call that shit up, but yeah. put that shit down. <laughs> so you can bet your money. You can invest your money on these calls, on on not by buying shares, but by betting on people who already own shares. Mm-hmm. They're called contracts. You can contracts one contract equals a hundred shares. Okay. So just so 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 when you you gotta think about it. Whenever so whenever you go to purchase something, whatever whatever the number says of how much it costs, you have to times that by a hundred automatically because this how many this how many contracts that you're betting on. Yeah. Um, how many shares? I mean, not contracts. Yeah. One contract is a hundred shares. Right. So sometimes you know one share. What is that? That's this. This is called the calls and the puts. Okay. Trade options. Trade options. That's what it's that trade is. Trade options. Yeah, I watched the dude. Uh, he he was speaking about that. He was saying it's the very same thing. Like one contract. Yeah, it's like a hundred piles of stock. One contract is hundred, and they all. You know what I'm saying? So basically, what you can yeah. get off one stock. You hundred hundred times. It. Right, right, right. If yeah. you do the trade options. Yeah. So, uh, man, I don't even know. So <laughs> it's know. like. Some, you know, some stocks, one stock run a motherfucker $500. Yeah. So if you buy, you're, you're, you're betting on a hundred of these, a uh, hundred shares, one contract. So, so, you know, but you have to remember, like I said, each contract is a hundred. So whatever the price may be on the right hand side, you always going to look at it. It's going to tell you, you got a, you know, a, 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 a 25 cent call of a dollar twelve call, which means this is how much money you bet. So for every one, if it's if it's a dollar twelve, for every one of them shares, you can win a dollar twelve. Yes. So you can win off of, off your one contract. You can win twelve hundred dollars. Right. But you can also lose twelve hundred dollars. That's risk, man. That's so that's it's business. the risk of it. Yeah, that's it's business. business it's business. So you know, it's like. And you also got to pay attention to things on there called the delta, the gamma, and the theta. Yeah. These are the these these show the they 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 show the difference oh, in the are. there is that check calling that check calling. That's a sound I like. So 
the delta, the gamma, and the theta, they tell the difference in, you know, the percentage. Okay. And how much is growing. Okay. You never want your you never want your theta to be more than your delta or gamma. You always want it to be lower. Okay. Because that's a lower risk you're taking. Right. When that theta is high, I've been stupid to fucking go and just bet on something because of how low it is and how much the growth is and not looking at the theta and the, even though the fucking even though the stock rose and won, mm-hmm. I lost. Okay. I lost my money. I didn't win no money yeah. because the theta was too high. It had to be. Yeah. It had to in order for the in yeah. order for me to win, I had to win three times right. as much. So the, the theta, the gamma, and the delta. Exactly. The theta, the the gamma, and the delta. Yeah. So like you can you can lose money, but you can also you know it's good for people who like you know you got extra money. We fuck off. I'm, I'm saying we as humans, we fuck off money on miscellaneous shit every week. So if you want to get down to it, we as black people, we just fuck off money on black shit. We're banning the slaves. If y'all listen to the last episode, actually, yo, banning the slaves is coming up for y'all. Y'all tune into that. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's, that's something in the works. We ain't going to keep okay. that. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we going to. Okay. Say less, say less. So, but we fucking, we spend too much money on miscellaneous shit that we have nothing to show for. Even then, but you know, we gotta get more money. Why is it okay? And that's back to the mastermind group. You feel me? That's what we do. You feel yeah. me? Like, bro, they introduced me to stocks. You know what I'm saying? They brought we all kind of learned about it at the same time. But yeah, my my guys are actually in it. They doing. They have stocks. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And when they got into it, my fees was tied up in other investments. Yeah, but that's a game I definitely want to jump into. See, I own shares in Apple, Tesla. Um, some some cannabis companies, y'all. I'm, matter of fact, I'm gonna tell y'all right now. You know, I'm gonna tell y'all some good stocks to go ahead and invest in right now with okay. the cap. Just look into with the cannabis yeah, company. Teaching something, you dig? Because that's what I was saying. You know, we can't get that little blanket advice, but actually give me a couple stocks that I can go do my research on. And, that part. Yeah, man, do that. So in my space, I got this whiteboard up. So you I got down all my uh, stocks and shit. Okay. So I, like when the pandemic happened, everything crashed. Mm-hmm. I wrote down the things I was interested in, and the generator was there, and I would periodically check on them to see how they fluctuate and see yeah. how my space goes. So like, you got some shit called Sundial. You know, this is yesterday. Sundial went up a hundred percent. Sundial. Yeah, that's a good you know weed stock to invest okay. in. You know, you can go to, uh, it's one's called what SBY. Makes it good. You know what makes it good? What, what makes what? What makes a, a stock good to purchase? Go ahead. Um, looking at the consistency of growth. Okay. But you also got to do your research on what they into and mm-hmm. things that they cater to. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you could, like, I'm not, I'm not telling you just to just go jump into these. I'm just giving you some names of some that are growing. Yeah, some that you personally. Yeah. I'm into, I got these. Yeah. So like, some medical, medical can affect, you know, all kind of shit. Medical can affect technology groups. It can affect cannabis groups. It can affect transportation depending on, you know, what part of medical they come. If they, you know, if they about to fucking, if they about to, you know, ship a whole bunch of medical supplies yeah. somewhere, then okay, I need to go get into a transportation group real quick. Right. I need to I need to go invest my money there. Even if I don't buy, let me go and you know let me go check it out. And yeah. I I now I know about the options and the and the calls and the puts. Maybe I want to you know maybe I I I'll take you know fifty dollars and I'll go bet it on this motherfucker right here. Yeah. And if I win, I win and I can win big. Or use their product. You know what I'm saying? Champion their product. You didn't tell you where you got the cannabis, right? What goes into a can can to grow in the flower? Right? Dirt like a motherfucker. You need it all. You need the light. You need the lights. Yeah. You need the temperature. You need. You know what I'm saying? So why not go spend your money on those things? Like true, true. To increase their value. Facts. 
you know, buy that sweater, promote that sweater, yeah. somebody in two years they get this. But you gotta start something that actually affects your portfolio. Facts. For real. You know, if you can go in Goldman Sachs, that's another one. G O L D M A N S A C H S. That's a good one. You can go just go in and look at them, check them out. Let me see. Gotta be a couple more in here, I remember. But anyway, like, when I remember, I'll let y'all know. But it's in, you know, it's, it's a gamble, but this is a gamble that could potentially change the life for you off of one, you know, instead of you going out, you know, spending $100 a weekend on just going out into, into society, dealing with people, you bet that hundred dollars on some stocks, and that shit turn out to go up a thousand percent off a hundred dollars, a thousand percent. You turn on turn that to ten thousand. Yeah, yeah, you know. Man, I, I be doing that every now and again. Like I gotta check myself. I have buy what was that new shit? The the Kuna with the bed, the Panacea. The Panacea Azul. What that shit run for? Like a hundred times? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, come on. Like you said, you were talking about the bottles. I was fucking, I got two classic Azuls and a fucking Avion 44. Yeah, you did get money. <laughs> All them bitches cost over $100. Yeah, dog. See, but also you got to know, too, I'm not the only, like, them bottles wasn't just for me, though. Them was, you know, I shared the fruits of my labor with my people. Hello. I don't, you know. Hello. I get well, selfish at times. I get selfish sometimes, but. RP, I miss you, bro. Miss you, dog. Hello. <laughs> Sometimes I fucking, you know, I get selfish, but I, I, everything that I do, I do it to share with my loved ones yeah. that I know that's doing it right back with me. Yeah. I know you doing it right, and that's what it's about. We gotta be, you know, we are, we a garden, we all a whole. We supposed to be able to nurture each other. That's the only way we all the nigga the garden grow and become beautiful. Yeah. We gotta nurture each other. Hey, bro, I asked you. You do with, with growing marijuana, or also grow like you know vegetables and shit. Just not fruits, but vegetables. <coughs> um, just the process of doing that, you know, you just learn like if you went to meditation or something like I feel like I would align that gardening and put my hands on the soil and taking my time and you know what I'm saying doing these things to make the outcome of this edible thing that you can put down in refrigerator. Um, it's more beneficial. Yeah, for sure. You know, but it it, it gives you some peace and solitude mm-hmm. in a weird way. You know. Nurturing it is nurturing you. For Speaking sure. of, you know, you know, having weed is something that we could break bread with, bro. Like, we spoke about Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. You gave it up for her because she did that. That you did that, but did that, man, and it brought black, you know, what I'm saying, and, and Indian species in. But like, you also did a whole lot of fucking harm and fucked up to the black community. Talk about it. You know, you was a prosecutor. You was, they say you was doing your job. But how many black men did you send away to to jail for life? Ooh. For 20 years. You was doing that? 15 years. You know, the black population is over 60% of the jail uh, mm-hmm. the jail population, but it's 13% of the country. That's right. That that says it all. That says it all. 13% of the country, 13% of the people in the country, but 60% of the jail population in the state. From people like Kamala Harris sending motherfuckers to jail for selling weed or selling cocaine that the fucking government brought us. Motherfucking Joe Biden was part of the goddamn, the, the you know, the war on drugs yeah. administration with, with Bill Clinton. That shit was Nixon, right? Nixon, Nixon started it, but oh, in Nixon flooded this bitch with it. He flooded this bitch with drugs. Not to get too off topic, but can I tell you some shit that I found out and thought was fucking fascinating? So, I was, it was a book. It was a book that I got from my previous job with the uh, ballet trip. Um, it was a guy that he was, he, it was his book. He was selling them or had a speech on them or some shit. Comes out, you know, I, I chop it up with him, being my person that I am, networking, yes and dang. And they ended up signing me a copy and giving me a copy of his book. I hadn't opened this book for forever. Okay. I finally tried to open this book. This is like a month ago. 
find yourself out when you book. I'm looking at, you know what I'm saying, shit, and it's, it's talking about uh, all the presidents who were like, the ones who didn't reach presidency through the political route, they kind of listed like what they had went through prior. Richard Nixon was a fucking actor before becoming the president. <laughs> Donald I Trump before. <laughs> the first Donald, like Donald Trump, whole little shit, reality TV star. Yeah. I didn't know that either. He was an actor. I knew, yeah, I knew that. Bro, he was one of the rascals. He got a little cameo, little. The old little rascals. I only know one little rascal. Which one you know? Well, I actually joined the outside for a bunch of people. But I said, but but there's two. There's a black and white, and then there's a. Oh, I don't know about no black and white. Okay. Talking about the shit that came out with Will Smith. Yeah, I, I didn't know. Bro, yeah, he was in it. He was also in Home Alone. He had a cameo in Home Alone. Which, you probably told you know this fucking episode. So did Trump. Is that what I'm talking about? Oh, Trump, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, I'm talking about Nixon. Oh, no. Trump was it, yeah. I, I know for sure Trump, Trump was in Little Rascals, and he was in Home Alone. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, that's... Yeah, bro, but that blew my mind. Like, Richard Nixon, he flooded. He was an actor, and they did drugs like that on the regular back then, even and he was in And he was president in the 70s. So, that's he probably was an actor in the late fifties, early sixties. You know, they was getting off that smack. On that, bro, bro, I I read fucking. (laughs) They was on that smack, boy. Keep throwing fucking like books on, but I read Dapper Dan's memoir. Okay. Um, you know, anybody who don't know Dapper Dan, uh, back in the day, in like the eighties, nineties, you know, all the dope boys and fly dudes that would go to Dapper Dan's, he would make them like designer, uh, garments. Fits. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the Gucci's, the Louis, the all of them. And Lashes. leather and shit. Like, Gucci yeah. and Louis was actually making. Yeah. They would take they actual a bag or tin bags. Break that shit down. shit up and make you a bulletproof proof Louis V trench yeah. coat with the hat to match. 50 Cent. You feel me? Dapper Dan did Ra- that. Uh, you know? uh, 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 Eric B and Rakim. Yeah. Paid you know. cover. Yeah. Fuck Dapper yeah. Uh, oh, but not even pay to just... If you look at, if you go watch any old movie like Paid in Full, mm-hmm. niggas Paid like that. Yeah, he, he did, but but the, the way niggas was dressing like that and Paid in Full was to, hey, welcome to that 20th anniversary for that yeah. too. Yeah, 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 that's a, oh, yeah, yeah. It, that's a hood classic right yeah. there. You know, because that's really what it was like. Hey, boogie. <laughs> it was really like that in New York. But not to get too off topic, because I already took you off topic what you was talking about. But uh, I bring it up to say uh, the book he was talking about in the book how, you know, How we smoke weed? You, exactly, like yeah. that was cool back then. So, and and Richard Nixon was a fucking actor. You know, he would had it by the fucking you know yeah. there. So, so he fucking bring he flood us, and then they hit us with the war. Yes, drugs. facts. They hit us because it wasn't until because he did this shit in the in the in the late seventies, going into the early eighties. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until the mid eighties that crack got developed. Right, and like around eighty four. You can say crack really because now they're taking the cocaine and they mixing it with shit, making other shit. Making so this is when they had to start doing the war on drugs. Mm-hmm. So it's like so Biden, you was a part of that shit. The violence that was going on to it. Yeah, so you know, you was a part of this whole fucking this whole little group that y'all plan was just to lock motherfuckers up and not rehabilitate them. Yeah. Knowing like okay, we that's fucking that's rehabilitation. But yeah, but you, but how can you how how can a motherfucker be rehabilitated if he spent his life in there? He spent his life in there. All you doing is creating a whole nother life, a place a place of life. But Nick still got to learn how to survive with nothing. All you're gonna do is create more turmoil. So that's the reason why he was selling drugs. That man was feeding his family, you know. Good. Crack shit, I ain't gonna lie, man. That shit. It fucked us up. It fucked us up. But before it fucked us up, it funded a lot. Yes, it was a lot of yes. The niggas who didn't have no money. I they was doing that. That was fucked up. I I understand slavery and all that shit. They just kind of threw us out to the streets. Like here, y'all stay in this area. And then after that shit, shit? yeah, didn't didn't teach us shit, you know. And then even after they was like, okay, y'all could come over here in our area with us. We just you know we just gonna accept y'all. We were still getting fucked up, not taught nothing, because sixty five was when. 
the motherfucking they had you know uh said okay no more segregation 65 okay fucking five years later drugs is on the street crazy and the exact division that they placed us in that they placed us in that part they say you know we brought this shit to ourselves but i don't know no motherfucker who on a boat that could go across to columbia and go get some shit especially in fucking quantities the way it is 70 60 70 80 million black people wasn't having it like that no you know what I'm saying? We we didn't even start having it like that until we got the drugs and that you part. Know what I'm flipped it in. You know that part. Even so, yeah, that's when we started having it like that. I was talking to a homegirl, a mutual friend from Juno, called Yo, best homegirl. Um, and I broke that down to her to like, damn, like you know, you want to lock us up for selling drugs and blah blah blah. You know, like we didn't bring cocaine here. We didn't bring heroin yeah. here. Because they wouldn't give us opportunities there. for we us didn't to have the the, the resources to go and get it. So that they put it here. They put the it guns. here. Then on top of that, you know, we didn't have the opportunities to get a fair share at, you know, being treated like decency humans and yeah. being able to raise our families and everybody didn't have that because even though segregation was not here, you still had racist people. They were racist as fuck. That's why that 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 sign, it's a law. We have the right to refuse service to anybody. That's right. That if there was no racist, there would be no need for that sign. Right. There would be no need for it. But because 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 the but the but because the law states that colored people and white people are allowed in the same places without discrimination for coming there, you have to allow them in there. Then you can tell them, nah, man, I have the right to refuse service to anybody I want. If I want to serve you, I don't want to serve you. Yeah, I didn't think about it like that. So you know. They put the drugs. Only thing for us to do now is sell drugs. Oh hell no! Not now. Are you talking about back, back then? Okay. Now only because because you're not giving you're not giving everybody a fair share. Yeah, I know. Me as a kid, I may have done something. I got in trouble, but that same kid over there probably did the same thing and got in trouble. But now that I'm an adult, you holding that against me, but you're not holding it against him. So now I can't get no job, but I still got family to feed. I gotta eat. Somebody, I mean, here, take these little, take this little uh, thing of cocaine and just, you know, go stand on the corner and you sell these little bags right here. Mm-hmm. You gonna get some money. You gonna do that shit long as you can. You gonna put some food on your plate. That part. You gonna pay your mama rent. Now you see that money coming in easy like that. You gonna continue to do it. Fuck all that. Uh, I'm not finna go to school and spend. I'm gonna get this money. They want this money out here. I'm finna do this. But then now you see that, you know, that this is the way that people in this type of, but t- people in this type, b- below this poverty line are living. Causing violence, people dying and shit, you know, and it's, and it's not only happening here, but it's taken to the point where people in the mid class and the high class are starting to get involved and dying. Because they are involved in it too. Like y'all do this shit just like the low poverty do. For sure. So you got people. Worse so. You got people from the you got people from the low poverty taking it to the high to the, to the people who got money taking it up there to them, and then somehow in between the three levels, violence is getting caught. So now you got to do something. I'm gonna bring the war on fucking drugs and I'm gonna take away everybody life. Three times if you get caught with selling drugs three times, you go to jail. Okay, so I get caught selling drugs. So now I go to jail. I rehabilitate myself. I say, you know, I don't want to do that no more. I go try to find a real job. Don't nobody want to hire me because like, I went to jail for selling drugs. And the reputation of what that comes with, people dying and all that. So it's like, no, I'm not fucking with you. You, you can't. Okay, so now what I got to do? I got to go back to selling drugs. Because my parole officer asking, like, where your job at? Where the money at? They're they not, when you, some, some, some parole officers, Yes, they're like, okay, how did you get this money? Show proof of, but some of these motherfuckers are just there for the money, and they know it's stupid motherfuckers go right back to jail. Yeah, for sure. So fuck it, I'll take. Okay, you you got you got your you show how you got money, whatever. Now you get locked up again for selling drugs because you explain don't nobody want to give you a job. Miss Kamala Harris, you supposed to be a you a motherfucking public defender. You supposed to be helping me, right. not trying to get me prosecuted. 
It's gonna get more time now. And now I can't even get a job. You want me to put me on parole? First of all, you bring this shit to the war on drugs. You bring the drugs here. You do what we do with it. Then you want to lock us up for it. We get a felony. You, when we on parole, you want us to get a job. That's part of you being out. You have to have a job. I think, right? Yes. I but that's uh, I yeah, that, that's part oh, of the yeah. shit. You, you been good, you gotta yeah. have a job and that's all that. That's part of your conditions, I would assume, or something to that effect, right? And knowing damn well that ain't nobody gonna hire me because I'm a felon because you talked to me. Yeah, it's a good thing that you brought here. <laughs> Come on, yeah, Miss Kamala Harris. They doing that? I, I ain't gonna so lie. So I didn't do. You got the same, not you know, not trying to sound like a racist and say I don't like white people for my. Followers and listeners that are white, I love y'all. Yeah, but my grandma white, rest in peace. I love you, mom. Rest in peace. But the stipulations are for y'all a whole totally different. A white person can get caught selling drugs, being in well, not even not even selling. A white person could be a prior prior drug dealer, mm-hmm. get caught with the possession of drugs, go to jail, and way less time. Way less time. A black person could be. A crackhead go to jail, get caught as a drug dealer, and being charged twice as a drug dealer. Now, if you get caught one more time with the possession of drugs, it's over. Third time, we let you. Why do you? You say you've already been convicted uh, as a felon of uh, selling drugs, and you got them again. So, obviously, you doing the same shit. And when I say drugs, I don't I don't mean just cocaine, weed too. It's a whole lot of people. No, but they they uh they 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 they're starting. Oh well, when Obama was there, he brought some people home, but that's not enough for how many people no, been in there. In, in Detroit, in Michigan, that's not like it's not. I can't think of the actual word, but it's not a crime anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's decriminalized. Decriminalized. Like, okay. That's like in California, but I'm talking about the ones that's already in jail who spent yeah, they let them 20 they years. Cleaning their records. They, the process is doing it slow. It's a little bit slow, but it started with Obama. Yeah. O- o- when Obama first came in, he did that. Yeah, Joe Biden was a part of the shit. Was, was that first term? Or first term. Joe Biden was a part of it, but that's not everybody. That's you still got some niggas in there for that shit. Yeah. It's like it don't take it don't take that long if you know what motherfuckers is in jail for. You could pull up their fucking record. Yeah. From they got them uh, inmate numbers. Yeah, yeah, some people do. You yeah. can walk on. You you can pull up that motherfucking inmate number, right. and their paperwork gonna tell you. Okay, this motherfucker, we we we. What's the other now? What's the other charges on him? Okay. No, not even that because because when you're in jail, you get you get charges put against you too. Oh yeah, for sure. So you know if you in jail, oh he got you know assault whatever. Okay, assault in jail ain't what it is. On the streets because right. it's a whole different lifestyle. You right. know, people try to, right. yeah, like uh, a, a murder in jail, is like four years. For yeah, you murder somebody in jail. It's like now if you're if, if you're a continuous murderer, then it's like yeah, bro, you just yeah. But if fucking somebody try to attack you like a riot or something, and you end up killing somebody, like four years. Yeah, but um, for the Joe Biden thing, I don't know. Like it sounds like he's kind of trying to. Correct his wrongs, maybe, you know? Like, when they do, that's when I can say, all right, I fuck with you. Yeah. But for me, it's fuck both of y'all because, yeah, you got to show me. To continue to show me. Yeah, because of cause first off, we already know politicians look you in your face and lie to you. It's motherfuckers in your family looking in your face and lie to you. So, you think they're not going to sit here and say what they want you to, what, what, what they think you want to hear? And and that's how I feel. A lot of us Americans right now is like, yeah, yeah, Joe Biden. They saying this, saying that, but motherfucker, because we done we done seen the actions of a goofy motherfucker for the last four years. We done seen some goofy shit. We like, man, get this nigga up out of here. So now we listening to what it's basically like. You know, any female or any any male, any person. The person you with doing goofy shit over and over and over, mm-hmm. then the motherfucker come in your ear whispering, telling how good they'll treat you, all the good shit they gonna do for you, and all that. So what you gonna do? The more this motherfucker act goofy, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and slide this way with this one. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm going to see what this one about. And this one could just be telling you this is so he can hit and dip. Nah, you know that one. That's Gucci nigga shit too. So it's like it's the same thing with the with, with this. <laughs> Joe Biden, we got a goofy motherfucking end. Joe Biden came saying all shit that some motherfuckers was like, that's better what the goofy nigga doing, not really yeah. and like and and not doing their research on who this nigga was and what the shit he had his hand in. And we gotta get better at that, myself included. Yes. I would say I think it was kinda cool like the way they did the uh the voting process this year. Uh you know, like I went to the like the local courthouse and shit, like yeah. shit. I got the ballot, I was able to take it home. Yeah, you know, I mailed mine in. And do my due diligence, you know, all the candidates. Uh, kind of Google them, you know, do a little research and see yeah. what they look like, you know that what I'm part. saying? And, and then, you know, submit my, cast my vote. So I thought that was pretty cool. You know, one downside of that is I can definitely see some parents snatch, snatching their 18, 19 year old kids' ballot. Because like, they don't want to. Bitch, you know what I'm saying? With who they want. Yeah, know? for sure. They voting for them. And, and the kid at 18. You feel me? Because you don't know nothing, but like. Right. So this is what you should vote for. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. But like, you know, motherfuckers, I'm not telling nobody not to like Joe Biden or Kamala Harris. I'm just telling you, I don't fuck with them until you show me something different. For sure. But like you said, they're politicians, and I don't know if I really expect them. I don't really come on that. But, you know, I'll, I'm going to vote, you know, but like, I'm, I believe that what's going to happen is for my control. Mm-hmm. For our security. So. All the I control is going voting for who I want. That's and doing me, living my life to where I make sure I grow as a flower. Mm-hmm. I make sure my family grow. Mm-hmm. So what kind of flower are you gonna be? Uh, I'm an orchid. So orchids are fly. Orchids are fly. Them motherfuckers hard to keep alive, bro. I think. Shit, they and they only grow at certain times. They're very special. Okay. Yes, you feel me. So, you know. But yeah, now, I'm just saying, like, you know, people should probably go out there in their in communities and do the work themselves. Don't just depend sure. on the politicians. Don't depend on the, the governor or the mayor. And mm-hmm. shout out to Whitmer in Detroit because, uh, or Michigan, rather, she really held us down during that COVID and shit. I, you know, she got a lot of slack, a lot of it. They was killing her, but yeah. they embraced it. She did what, what she, she could. What she was supposed to do. Everybody was letting them outside. And she kept it locked down because this is what we need. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I respect that. And who was that? I think Joe Biden or, or Bernie Sanders, one of them, was asking her to like run on their ticket as VP. And she was like, no, I got work to do here. I want to stay here. So I respect that as well. He gave her some bucks. You know, he probably did want to bust. That, that shit was funny. It was hard. It, but, uh, it was funny, but they're like, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't funny. Like, these niggas goofy. I was like, yeah. All that. I seen Gretchen Whitmer. Bro, I met Joe Biden, you know, too. Um, earlier this year, in like February. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, you know, shook his hand and all that. We parted ways. Tight. It was cool, because I didn't even expect him to do all that. So it kind of yeah. further. You know, they all slide, if you ask me. But, like, it was a little respect that I shook his hand. Yeah. You get a kiss or anything. And stuff. He gave me an Obama handshake. He learned from, from Obama. He gave me took a spank on that shit. But they, that, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's hard. I was like, okay, Joe. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. And I read fucking Michelle Obama book, and she was bigging him up in that book. So I kind of, you know, whatever. Yeah, man. You know, it's just, I, I can't trust a motherfucker who I've already seen do bad and believe that. Everything gonna be good from the words they tell me. Yeah, I done seen you do some fucked up shit. Not and when I say I ain't fucking seen him firsthand and shit, but I grew up through this war on drugs. I grew up through this time of watching people being taken away. Motherfuckers that motherfuckers that I went to high school with, oh nigga, that nigga in jail for life. That nigga in jail for this and that, like there's so many. It's gonna just. just I, don't be you, out in jail. I can't do that shit. Take me out, bro. People say I'm selfish. I'd rather be carried. Here. I'd rather be carried by six than judged by twelve. Man. Because if I go to jail for life, I'm just living now. I'm not alive. You feel me? You're not living. I'm You're not, not living. You're just alive. Yeah. For the time being. I'm not just. Yeah. I'm. I'm not experiencing life, growing, living, happening, enjoying this. No. Ooh. I'm just. I wake up day to day. That's that's. Uh, 
That's in there doing that, that for their life. Even if they did, if they did it though, that even, even yeah, even if you. But now my question is: Is every, is everything? How many, how many times do you gotta make a mistake before it becomes, before it becomes a choice? Yeah. It's always a choice. What is that? Um, I believe it's always a choice. Always a choice. You just made the wrong one at that time. That was your mistake. So now. Just if you continue to make that same choice, yeah. this ain't a mistake no more. Yeah. This is a lifestyle you're trying to live. Yeah, what you mean? So you gotta be held accountable for our actions. Mankind, men and women. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I like that shirt, by the way. Appreciate that, man. You know, rest in peace to Nipsey and Kobe. Nah, we, won, we won a championship for you, Kobe. We won that for you, hey, man. Boo -boo. Nice, you know, I always, you know, I try to always support everything from the crib. LA did it. We did it, bro. LA did it. Baseball and basketball. LA just did that, bro. And you know what's crazy? Not what's crazy, but. Hold on, before I cut you off, I thought a nigga with no championship said something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, but, uh, like, it was 32 years, bro. Since the last Dodger championship, yeah. since the last time the Dodgers and the Lakers both won a championship. You know who are part of both of them franchises? Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson. From the D from the Michigan. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. A la Magic Johnson, bro. That's hard. Yeah, he won two championships. In he got I think years. he got I think he got five as a player mm -hmm. and five as a uh coach. I mean owner. Because I, I think he got all, I think he got, because wait, or did he win four he in the 80s? Did he, he only, he only he played for five. the Lakers. He got five rings. He won five, five, five with the Lakers in the 80s. Sure, yeah. You can Google. And then he's been a part of every fucking Kobe championship. How many rings does Magic Johnson have? Five. So, he got five with, five with everyone, because he was part of the Lakers Champion of uh, franchise, their their business. When Kobe, he was like, he was talking about Kobe's old interviews and him bigging Kobe up before Kobe even came to the league. Like this kid is, so would you like? Doctor West was the one who got him to fucking uh, got Shaq to come along, but it's 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 hella videos of Magic Johnson bigging up Kobe before he was even drafted. Yeah. So he was part of that whole cha Kobe five championships. Young, you know, too young, but I just went back and did my due diligence and him being from the crib, playing ball at Michigan State, who I'm also a big fan of. Um, and then just the, the way he came up, bro, and it, his business acting it means something to me, motivate you, showing that because you, 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 that little boy that Magic Johnson was, you're from this is where he from here, I'm from here, you know, the same opportunity that he was dealt, probably I was dealt to as well. And I was some of the same shit that he go through, I went through living here in this place. Yeah. So yeah, it means something. It definitely means something, bro. I think he and the way he handled that A shit, I think that was very gracious, bro. He could have did better than that. Yeah. And he still thrived after that. He could have said fuck it, all. gave up. Could have said fuck it and gave up, but no, he didn't. Yeah. Somebody who went grain after pick, probably don't Magic. But see though, like, it's just as an athlete and having a and having passion for a sport and especially basketball, that's my favorite sport of all time. I got a passion for it. When I saw Magic play, I saw the purity in the person he was. Because you can see that, okay, this is when he at his happiest. You know, he loving life and all that. He he having always fun. Always loving life, bro. Magic always was loving life. So that's like when they had the form and all that. Bro. Yes, Magic, you can see the. Star. You can see the happiness in the, in the that part. So, you know that. Shout out to Magic, bro. Shout out to him. He did that for L.A. You feel me? And you don't see him out here in no scandal shit or no tripping and fugazi. Yeah, you don't. 
He only his, his son got it. That's, that's it. it. Oh, that's it. That ain't him though. That ain't him though. You know. Yeah, man. It's definitely been a blessing talking to you, man. Let's get up out of here. I thank y'all for tuning in. You know, we talked about, I feel some important things to me. Y'all got to know my man better. You know, figure out, and you know, maybe some of y'all can inspire to create one of these groups for y'all that like to go running out there or y'all that like to, you know, meet up with people in politics and, you know, try to talk business so y'all can grow and everything, you know, and like networking. Maybe y'all can take some of the, you know, the ideas that he talked about and put them into y'all life and y'all can grow. Yeah. Y'all can learn from it physically, mentally, emotionally, financially. Yeah. All that. You heard what he All said. All that, man. Um, thanks for having me, bro. Thanks yes, for yourself, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate you. Shit, you know what I'm saying? Sure, love, <laughs> love. Tap in with me, bro. Yeah, follow me on the gram or something. You know what I'm saying? You want to connect with me, deal with me, you know. Or just, you know, start that mastermind mm-hmm. group. I could be the first person in your group. Me and you, let's all join it up. Definitely. And, and let's link up weekly. It just, you know, on a um, thing, a Zoom, or whatever. Yeah. You know, hit me up. Right. Uh, what's, on, what's on Instagram? Tiger Woods? Yes, sir. Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods, bro. Y'all figure that out. T-O-N-G-E. I'll tell y'all right now. Yeah, follow me on the ground. Follow Ariel.51. Mission. You know, that's our strategy. Lot in the zone, bro. You know, tap in with the week. We we run three one three. You feel me? My one twelve fifty track, bro. Shout out to the boys. It's T I G E R W O O D D S. Yeah. That's that. Go follow him. T I G E R W O D D S. Tiger Woods. Y'all tap in with us. Tap in. Deal with my brother, man. I love y'all. I hope y'all be safe. Go with God. A higher spirit. Whatever you believe in. Peace.